Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Valerie Hubbard is our very special guest, and she's a wonderful actress and acting coach, and she is uh, tremendous. Uh, what a career she's had on both ends, still going very strong. She just got back from from Europe, and uh, again, you know, a lot of lot of craziness during the pandemic, and you know, I'm sure uh, I, there's been years off from uh, from a lot of traveling. But uh, hopefully now we're getting a little back to normal. Valerie Hubbard, how are you? I am good. Thanks for asking. Having a good day. All right. Well, let me ask you about a little broader subject. Let's do a little bit of your history. And if you don't mind, let's start from the beginning. Where were you born and where were you raised? Uh, I was born in Wichita, Kansas, air capital of the world, where they make all the small planes. Uh-huh. My uh, my dad was an entrepreneur. He sold uh, machine tools, actually big machines that made planes. Um, and uh, yeah, and I was raised there uh, in Wichita, Kansas, and I went to college in Chicago. You know, when you're when when you're uh, in Wichita, Kansas, uh, as as a young girl i mean uh, you know as a as a kid i i've got to imagine if you caught the acting bug early you thought to yourself i i better get to chicago or i better get to la or i better get to new york was was that on your mind growing up um well i was fortunate because my since my father was an entrepreneur he traveled a lot and as soon as we were really able to act right in a restaurant my parents took us along with us uh with them so we got to travel a lot so i i got to see a lot of the united states at least when i was growing up and when i uh, and i always i started acting when i was 3 uh, because I was a very dramatic child, so my mother put me in drama. My mom put me in drama class, and so I always wanted to be an actor. That was like always what I wanted to do. Uh, and then when I went, I went to New York with my um, drama class uh, a couple of times uh, when I was, uh, you know, in high school. And all the other kids were like, "Oh, this is fun place to visit." And I was like, visit, I'm going to live here. Like, I knew then that that's where I wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, amazing. It's it's so funny. You said you're a dramatic child at three. Your mother put you. She wasn't going to fight it. She wasn't going to fight you on the drama. She figured let's let's just uh, let's do this. It's uh, it's an inevitable. At <laughs> uh, I, I was going to ask you what point you got the acting bug, but I guess uh, you had it early on. Who was it for you early as a as a young girl? I don't know, 10, 12 Somewhere along those lines, who was it as an actor that you you admired or, uh, you know, kind of looked looked at and said, hey, this is how he or she does it. And maybe this is what I should be doing. Yeah, you know, it's funny because um, I I don't my my memory of like the, the admiring like I had this amazing teacher when I was a young girl her name was Osice Deersmith Mower that was her name and she wore like matching tights matching outfits matching purses you know yeah. and she was tiny a little petite woman and she was kind of magical like a you know for a child she was very magical and for me I I you know she was my everything because she taught me to fall in love with acting. I, um, you know, I remember when I was about 12 years old, I, I would get up late at night 
and you know this is like when we had three channels on the television and i would watch late night movies and the first movie that i really remember seeing that i was like oh my god i want to do that was um was uh who's afraid of virginia wolf elizabeth taylor um and so elizabeth taylor was like a big one i think also um you know, um, Wizard of Oz was like a really movie that I was like, oh, and my parents also took me to a lot of theater, a lot of musical theater. So I was really, um, you know, loved that. And I used to act out musicals in my living room. Like I would act out Annie and The Wiz and, you know, all of those musicals, Jesus Christ Superstar. Like I would act them out in my, my living room. I would put on the record album on my mom's and dad's stereo system and I would act out the whole musical. So I, I really admired, uh, you know, I, I think I was really hooked up to like the the albums of musicals and seeing the plays that I saw and then you know and then Elizabeth Taylor and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf if you go to actorsfasttrack.com you could uh, if you're not driving uh, you certainly go there you'll see a lot more about Valerie and and what she does and uh, tremendous success that she's had as both an actor and an acting coach uh, Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Valerie Hubbard is our very special guest. Valerie, uh, it's, uh, it, you know, it's kind of kind of interesting. Uh, you said, uh, uh, you know, Virginia Woolf and, and The Wizard of Oz. The, you're talking about two drastically different <laughs> roles. And, and one, uh, maybe it, it reminded you a little bit of home in Kansas, right? I mean, uh, you, you're seeing the black and white uh, part of the film for Kansas and that's where you are. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the color comes on and maybe, uh, you know, and I and certainly, I, I, I can't speak for you, but I, I imagine that's uh, what life looked like um, traveling for you. Yes. And, and if you were stuck in, not stu- stuck's a bad word, but if, if you were uh, destined to be in Kansas constantly and you didn't have that opportunity to, to see other places, maybe you wouldn't see the, the world, as uh, as an open oyster, so to speak. And uh, how much of that do you think is true? Oh, well, I mean, I think I have the best parents in the world. I mean, I think I had, my father's gone now, but I believe that I had the best parents in the world and that, uh, you know, introduced me to so much art. And, you know, it wasn't just plays. We went to see the symphony. Um, you know, we went to see... Um, opera we saw uh ballet you know we saw a lot of things growing up my mother was a music teacher she retired when she she stopped teaching when she had children but um you know they always made sure that we saw a lot of that stuff and so i i really think that you know i'm so fortunate that i had the parents that i did that were uh, that you know, allowed me and and were excited to help me do the things I wanted to do. I mean, growing up, I was in ballet class. I was in singing class. I was in acting class and, you know, all of these things. Um, My mom was just the grand chauffeur, you know, driving me to all the classes and my sister as well. Uh, You know, we played instruments. Um, My sister played the cello. I played the flute. So we really had a lot of, of that given to us. And um, and so very fortunate, I mean, to, to see that. And, uh, and I always knew that I really didn't 
I loved Kansas. I loved growing up in Wichita. It's a great city. It's, it's you know, it is a city. It's not a a a, a, a whole dunk town. It's a yeah. it's a city that has things going on. But it was a great city to grow up in. But um, I just remember being in New York, and this is the '70s. You know, it was like <laughs> we were we were staying in the, the hotel shaft. We called it the Hotel Taft. It was the Hotel Shaft, we called it. And I think Deep Throat was playing on, you know, in Times Square. <laughs> and um, and all the, and you know, but you know, this is also a time before, you know, we went to the World Trade Center when we were 17 with fake IDs and ordered a bottle of wine because the drinking age back then was 18, you know, without a chaperone, you know, I mean, I think that's so crazy that what we got away, we would get on the, we went on subway, we did all kinds of stuff that, you know, without chaperones. And then, you know, years later when my God sister, my mom and dad's goddaughter was in high school and I was a grown woman, she came to do the Thanksgiving day parade and I had to sign about five permission slips to take her out to dinner. And I thought, oh my God, it's like, it was totally different in the seventies. You know, it was just, we didn't have all that, you know, those strict rules. And so it was great. You know, we came to New York and we were just went to Bloomingdale's and went crazy and shopped and did all this crazy stuff. You know, it was fun. <laughs> You're making it sound fun, but I, I, it, I, I can't imagine it being anything else but that maybe a little uh, scary at times or exciting but uh you know certainly fun and exciting come come to mind frank mckay here so much more importantly if you're just joining us or if you're just turning on your radio a little late valerie hubbard is our very special guest and if you go to actorsfasttrack.com uh, you can see a lot more about her and what she does she's uh, she's absolutely wonderful uh world renowned and certainly uh she is is, is top uh, of her game as, as you could possibly be, and everyone says the same thing. Valerie Hubbard, once again, here with me, Frank McKay. For somebody who started at three years old, I, one might think that everything clicked early. And I'm a non-actor, so you got to forgive my ignorance on this, but is there a time where where things click early and then they unclick, and then you find your confidence again as a uh, as an older you know kid, or or as a young adult and a, an adult, or is it just one straight pattern all the way through? Did you have little hitches along the road? Yeah, it's do- definitely not a straight pattern. I mean, I think as a kid, and I. You know, and I think this is true for, you know, as kids are really confident, you know, young children are probably most confident. And then we hit things like puberty and, you know, things where like I, you know, gained weight. I was fat. I was chubby. So I got teased a lot. And 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 it was actually in high school that kind of saved me from that because the same kids that teased me then saw me in the school play and thought I was amazing. And so that was always sort of my saving grace. And then I went to acting school and, and I was kind of, I did very well in acting school, but no one really prepares you. No one tells an actor that they're an entrepreneur. Um, That's what we do at Actors Fast Track, but no one tells an actor that they're an entrepreneur. So you're thrown out into the world. You know, you're taught how to paint the painting, but not how to sell it. And so you're taught how to act, but not really really how to get acting work and so you're you're out there and you know opinions are easy you know to to give and so 
when you're young and impressionable, like in your early 20s, and someone tells you you're fat and you have no resume, which literally someone said to me, you know, it, it can devastate you. It can, it can knock you right out of the game. And so, you know, like if someone said that to me now, you're fat and you have no resume, I'd laugh in their face. I mean, I have a great resume and, you know, who cares if I'm fat? You know, like I, you know, we're all fat after COVID. Yeah. So, you know, like... <laughs> So, you know, like, you know, I think that it's hard, you know, when you're 20 something, especially, you know, and I mean, in, I always tell the story that in one week's time in New York City, I was told you're the best actor to come to New York this year to you're the worst actor to come to New York this year. And I think, you know, in my adult state now, if I'd had the wherewithal to really step back from that and say, oh, my God, you can't have that much of a different opinion in a week's time it, it has nothing to do with you Valerie it has everything to do with someone's opinion which you know but you know what you end up hearing is the bad news not the good news and so you know I for me you know a, a lot of that really knocked me off my game several times um but then you know after a while you get if you stay at it you get used to it and and then you learn that it's just an opinion um, and you get stronger and stronger and stronger as you go. Um, but there, you know, the, the, I was really strong in New York. I, and then when I was 41, I moved to LA and it was, it was really startling to have to start over again. Um, so, you know, I think your confidence takes hits at different points in your life. I don't think that it's ever, maybe hopefully when, I turn 60 next month. Maybe like once I turn 60, I'll never have to deal with a, 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 a dip in bad confidence. <laughs> well, I listen, think that's what comes with age. Well, listen, I, I think I would just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you're, uh, you're amazing. Uh, what, what you've done and accomplished is just fantastic. Uh, my, uh, uh, you know, my impression of what you were just saying there is is how irresponsible of somebody to say, you, you know, like use the word fat to uh, a, to a young kid, but especially to a, an actor, uh, as if actors are all cookie cutter and and that you need all little blonde haired, blue eyes, perfectly shaped uh, Brady Bunch kids. You know, I, I you know, there's. There are roles for that the Brady Bunch kids don't fit into, many, many roles that they don't fit into. But how irresponsible for somebody in the business to say that to a young person. And, you know, I could see, and again, you know, this is coming from somebody that's in a whole different end of the business, but I could see saying, saying, hey, look, uh, you uh, you got to build up your resume, and uh, and you got to understand where you are as your uh, as your type, and uh, so you're not a you're not a Barbie doll, right? You're uh, you're you're a plus size or you're whatever at this point, and this is these are the roles that you'd have to um, start looking for. Don't go after Cupid doll roles. Go after different roles where uh, where it may be a little more mature or that uh, that it fits your it fits your body type or whatever. Do you think that would be a better way for somebody in casting or an agent or whatever to handle that? And isn't that more the truth than saying to a kid, you're fat and you have no resume? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, um, I think that uh, we've really stepped into the world of brand, you know, in social media and just in general in every kind of business. 
brand is such more a keyword than it was, you know, 30 years ago when I was starting my acting career. So I, I think it's, you know, it's much more, um, much more a key word. And, and the truth is like, you know, those, that that was actually the reason that I worked a lot in my 30s when a lot of my friends were sitting around not working is, uh, you know, the the chubby girls were no pun intended, but a smaller group of gals. And I, there was a lot of work. There's always work for the fat girl. There just always is. And, you know, then once they get once they get in and once they are working, we see them all lose weight, right? We've seen that like, you know, over and over again with Melissa McCarthy and on and on and on. We see these girls get their first couple of big roles and really bring, you know, really get in there. And then they, you know, then they're able to hire the high-end trainer and lose the weight and all that. But I think that, you know, it, it does help to be a, to, to be a very, um, a, a niche it really is important to have a niche and to be able to talk about yourself as a product and to be able to describe your product the first thing that we do with every client at actors fast track is work on their brand and their pitch and how they pitch themselves and i wish i would have had me when i was getting out of acting school because you know they didn't teach us that when and, and they still don't um you know in acting school so i wish i would have had my me, you know, um, when I got out of acting school. Um, yeah, but definitely, I mean, definitely it's important. Well, the, the good news is that, that people do have the opportunity to get you in. And uh, just, again, we've been giving out, giving out the website. Everyone should go here, actorsfasttrack.com. If you have someone interested in acting, you're interested in acting, this is the person to talk to. She has seen everything. And, and and for a young gal, she's been around a long time. And if you start at three years old, you're going to see a lot of things and you're going to learn a lot of, uh, I don't want to call them shortcuts, but maybe for the lack of, of a better term, uh, you know, shortcuts uh, where you don't have to make the same mistakes that uh, that others before you have made. And, and, you know, to get somebody who's who's so advanced in their experience uh, and, and so, uh, you know, astute in the business, uh, go to actorsfasttrack.com. Valerie Hubbard is our very special guest, wonderful actress and acting coach. Valerie here for a couple moments longer with me, Frank McKay. Um, Valerie, the the idea that, uh, you know, you, you mentioned again, uh, fat girls always get work. I, I think that's an important thing. And you could you could change the word in there and you could probably fit other words in there like who if you take out the if you take out the the term fat kid uh and and you had to put other words in there what who else gets work who else always gets work oh my god um, i mean i had a guy come to me with a russian accent he's from russia he moved his two kids his wife and his two kids to new york and he was driving a cab midnight till eight in the morning and he came to me and someone told him to lose his russian accent i said no, don't lose your Russian accent. First thing, first job he got was seven episodes of House of Cards. And then he went on to be a series regular on the Americans. And then he went on to be on the new Russian cosmonaut show on Apple TV, playing a Russian. Um, I had a ballerina, you know, retired from ABT, American Ballet Theater. Someone told her, don't tell people that. I'm like, why? Her first big guest star she booked was on the show this summer, The Big Leap. 
um, again, you know, and playing a ballerina. So, you know, I have had, um, I've had mentally handicapped kid that I worked with again, like, you know, there's a lot, there's a big market for that. Um, you know, black kids, uh, you know, South Asian kids, uh, Asian kids. I mean, like every, every ethnicity, you know, there's, there's work for, there is more work now than actors in the entire world. Double the amount of acting jobs on the record that were given out in 2021, um, compared to the amount of actors on the books worldwide, double those amounts. So that whole, that whole additive knowledge thing that like, you know, it's only for the lucky and, you know, not everyone's going to be successful at it. It's really ab- absolutely not true. It's, it's, it's the only reason you would not be successful in an acting career is if you stopped pursuing it. Um, but it's pretty much it's pretty much guaranteed. If you want to be an actor, you can be an actor. You just need to know what to do um, to pursue it. Um, and that's really what I'm teaching. I, I think that's so terrific. And this is uh, it's so encouraging that uh, that I've heard all of these wonderful things about you and they're all true. And uh, everything that uh, that you'd want your kid as an actor or your friend or yourself uh, as, as an actor, everything that you'd want to hear is, is coming, you know, coming through for you, the optimism and everything else. And, and you're, you're right on. I've never heard anybody say that exactly like that, but you're right on. Let me uh, just remind folks that uh, Valerie uh, Hubbard is uh, just a wonderful actor and acting coach. Uh, just some of her credits, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., How I Met Your Mother, Glee, American Horror Story, the comedy Get Down, uh, ER, Desperate Housewives, uh, The Middle. Uh, it just it goes on and on and on. And I, just it, it, amazing career. Her body of work is tremendous. The uh, the amount of work is, is one thing, but the quality of work in there is, is just uh, is, is the bigger... Um, most underlying factor, tremendous, and you have to get uh, you have to get to her. And again, I've been giving giving the website out. I'm going to ask Valerie right now before she goes to give us any social media sites. And I keep giving the actors FastTrack.com as uh, as the best website. Uh, she'll correct me if I've been wrong this whole time. Valerie, before you go, give us your social media. Uh, and also, uh, is ActorsFastTrack.com the best site to, to go to follow what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. ActorsFastTrack.com is our main website. And we are literally on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Act- ActorsFastTrack. So it's uh, we have a really good Instagram. We do a lot of reels. We do a lot of um, – we announce all of our events on Instagram. That's really the best – uh, social media platform for us, but we also have a great Facebook group that's free to join. It's called I Love Actors. Terrific, <laughs> Valerie. Thank you very much for being here. Congratulations on all your success and uh, happy birthday pre pre happy birthday to you. And and uh, sixty is going to just be the start. I'm sure <laughs> all kind of it is going to happen after that. Uh, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Frank. I really appreciate you. Valerie Hubbard, everyone, has been our very special guest. I'll give the site again, actorsfasttrack.com. Frank McKay signing off. Valerie Hubbard, 
uh, actress and acting coach, has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.